Hello, welcome to the Above the Clouds podcast. I am your host, Gaina Turner, and in this and my future episodes, I'll be talking through all things expat and living in the fabulous Emirate of Dubai to starting my own fashion business and manifesting, plus being a mum to my two children and setting financial as well as life goals to achieve absolutely anything. So hello everybody, happy Friday, I hope you're really, really well. Uh, The weekend is almost upon us and just take a big deep breath because you managed to get through the first week um, with the children back at school and it's just manic, isn't it? I say you literally hit the ground running at a thousand miles an hour. I just, my head's spinning really from this week but I did manage to get everybody to where they, they needed to be and managed to read all the millions of emails from school and put things on the calendar to just get really organised. Last year, I actually left Oscar in the school reception for an hour because um, on his first day back, because I'd got the times completely wrong. Um, In fact, saying that, no, I'm completely lying. We sent Molly into school a day early. (laughs) But I I feel quite relieved that Richard had, had also got it wrong. So we put her on the school bus on Wednesday. She had an extra couple of days off than Oscar did. Um, Put her on the school bus and then I was out walking the dogs and then had a phone call about five minutes later to say, we don't actually start school until tomorrow. So she'd managed to sort of alert the bus nanny and then jump off the bus because some of the children in the school were starting, but not her year group apparently. (laughs) But we were quite pleased because it was trying to get Molly used to getting up at sort of 5.30 or quarter to six. Um, And she really needed that because her timetable had been completely the opposite throughout the entire summer. So she'd been going to bed anywhere between midnight and three in the morning. Um, often staying up late with my mum when we were back in the UK because my mum's quite a night owl as well Um, and then sleep until 11 Um, so yeah it's it's quite a shock then sort of getting up at quarter to six Um, so it was sort of our drill but no everyone is sort of um, other than that everyone has got to where they needed to be Um, and yeah just just sort of uh, slowly getting back into it Molly had a sleepover here as well over the weekend. So one of her friends, she's actually moving schools. So they just wanted to to sort of maximise their time before she moves schools. Um, And it was very nice. We went out to the mall and um, had Starbucks, Frappuccinos. Um, And yeah, so it was a a nice weekend of of sort of uh, easing yourself back in and getting organised, ready for next week now. So in today's episode, I actually want to talk to you about how upgrading your lifestyle to the next level um, can really help to reprogram your mindset into what you think is possible for you. So I've actually been reading another one of Denise Duffield Thomas's books um, called Get Rich Lucky B-I-T-C-H. I won't actually say it because... I always feel bad swearing and I try not to swear um, apart from once or twice a year when I just use all of my words all in one go. (laughs) Um, But I'd been trying to get hold of this book for for quite a long time, Um, but it just wasn't available. I don't know whether it's because of the title that it wasn't available in the UAE. So I sort of, when I was back in the UK, I made the most of it and ordered a copy. And I'd read her Chilpreneur book, which I think was one of her earlier books that she wrote um, recently before I started a podcast. And she's got some fantastic ideas in there. Um, But she's brilliant because she's very straight talking and very 
I think just the way she explains things really sort of resonates with me. But she's also incredibly down to earth as well. And you can hear that in how she writes, um, which makes her very, very inspirational because, again, she is a multimillionaire. Um, She built her business up slowly, um, you know, and and had some struggles along the way. But, um, but yeah, she's actually got a lovely part in in the Chilpreneur book about um, how wealthy people look like you. And she's got a wonderful way of challenging what you may have always thought in your mind without really sort of noticing that you feel this way. Um, But she basically said that herself, she doesn't have much interest in clothes or jewellery or cars. So when she started earning, you know, $100,000 a month um, upwards, she didn't want to go out and buy sort of expensive things because that wasn't her. That's not something that she's interested in. Uh, what she does like to spend her money on is travel. Um, so she said, if you saw me in the street, you would never know that I was a multimillionaire, a self-made multimillionaire, because she lives in leggings, tracksuits. She said she very rarely gets her hair done. Um, and and you, you just would not know that about her. But I was also listening to her podcast, which is called Chill and Prosper. Um, and she's got some brilliant episodes on there. I think she just recently recorded her 100th episode. So I was listening to an episode called Money Lessons from New York because she'd recently been on a trip all the way from Australia to New York to go on a convention um, all about musicals because she's really passionate about musicals. Um But she was talking all about how she will only travel business class now and how years ago she would have considered that completely unnecessary um, and a real splurge and a waste of money. Um, But how doing so sort of enhances her traveling experience and it makes her more comfortable and more relaxed and she'll have better food and a more comfortable seat and she'll be able to sleep and sort of going that extra mile with the service that she receives and how she believes that she is worth that and how she works hard and she deserves that next level. Um, But she also mentioned how first class is now the next thing that she aspires to and first class now with some airlines is is just sort of beyond, you know, you can have a shower, um, you know, so, sort of on the fly, you can have your own cubicle, um, your own cabin type thing. Um, but always to have your sights set on the next level up and to be aiming for the next level up. Um, whereas if you were to go just from economy and start paying for first class, that would just seem ridiculous and it would be difficult to get your mind around paying that much money to go to that level. But if you do it in stages, it's much better for your your sort of mindset and what you will accept and what you feel is okay. Um, Because a lot of business class flights now, and we get the emails quite regularly uh, flying back and forth to the UK, um, is normally for an extra sometimes it's a few hundred pounds, you can upgrade to business class, which we never do because we've always got the the children with us. But um, Richard has done in the past when he's flying on his own for work, because that again is just sort of a, a sort of a smaller amount to go up to the next level. 
Whereas sometimes if you're looking at the price of an economy ticket compared to a, a business class ticket, you know, that seems quite a leap. But when they say as in it's just a few hundred pounds more to upgrade and if you're going on a longer flight, you know, you may consider that's worth it. So listening to that episode really, really spoke to me because in more recent years, Richard and I, and and when we're traveling just with the children, we have actually always used the airport lounges. Now, I don't know about you, but years ago, I used to feel that things like airport lounges were either only for people that had business or first class tickets or that were wealthy. But since actually using these airport lounges, it's just really opened my eyes to how these kind of luxury services are available to everybody. And you don't have to have a business class ticket to be able to use the lounges. And I was actually quite surprised to realise that they they only cost anywhere between sort of 40 and 60 pounds or thereabouts to use an airport lounge. Now, depending on the way that you think about money, you could either think that's a lot of money on top of what I'm paying for my flight and on top of what I'm paying for my holiday and all the money that I will spend when I'm there. That's an extra cost. And that that cost obviously is per person. Or you could look at it that and think for what I would probably pay for food in the airport anyway, food and drink for the whole family, just for an extra bit more, we could be sitting in a beautiful, peaceful lounge that isn't very busy um, and is very comfortable and relaxed and helping us all to, to feel nice and calm before we travel. And, you know, what is the price of that? That pri- The price of that feeling of not having to, to sort of fight your way to the front of a queue to pay for your food or your drinks, um, you know, because airports are, are busy places, particularly in the summer. And I now really value experiences And I think years ago I didn't. I thought, you know, what's the point in paying that extra money when, you know, I could have that money available to spend. But now I don't. I feel that it's worth spending that extra money so that you have a wonderful experience, particularly with traveling. Um, But with the, the airport lounges, once you're in there, you get so many extras as well. Um, So we were recently in the Venice airport at Marco Polo airport. Um, So we went into the lounge there and um, I bring manifesting into it as well, which I'll speak to you about in in a little while. But um, basically when you go in there, you have um, all different areas. You've also got little um, booths in there as well. So if you were working, um, you know, they've got chargers available um, and comfortable desks for you to sit at peacefully and maybe do some work emails. Um, and then they've got sort of more loungy areas that are painted beautifully when you go in there. Um, but then there's also where we normally sit, it is kind of like, it's almost a night a little bit tropical. So there's all palm trees and all these wonderful plants. But you can also go out and watch the aeroplanes taking off as well, which that is something that, that seems like 
something that's long gone in airports where you can actually sort of get closer to the planes and, and watch them taking off. Um, so we always go out there with the children and, and we see see our plane waiting for us um, and we normally take in videos and it is just a really lovely, exciting experience to be that close to, to aeroplanes and you're watching them landing and taking off. Um, but what you also get in there is the most exquisite food and the most beautiful plates and cutlery and glasses, enhancing everything about your your time in there. So included in that price, you know, that 40 or 60 pounds, you are having a lovely lunch before you travel. And for me as well, I'm a vegetarian, so quite often on flights, you know, even on Emirates flights, um, the food for me is almost like rabbit food. <laughs> so it's kind of like vegetarian food from 30 years ago where you just used to have a salad and maybe a few lentils or something. Um, or I will sometimes have a vegetable curry. But So for me, I actually quite enjoy having lunch before I go. Um, but they've got like the most beautiful pastries and salads and all these Italian sandwiches Um but then you've also got yogurts and fruit um, and, you know, every cake you could imagine, but all beautifully done. So and pizzas, of course, as well, which the children love. And it's wonder, and it's all buffet style as well. So again, with children, that is just the, the best case scenario because the children are a little bit older now. They can just go up and help themselves to what they want. And sometimes we will be at the airport, um, you know, a good few hours early. So we've got time. We've got time to relax and not get bored. You know, Richard will be doing his emails. I'll normally have a book um, or I'm mooching on Pinterest for sort of inspiration for the next thing that I, that I want to do. Um, you know, and we're all just lovely and relaxed and it feels incredible. As I say, we're all sitting in these really comfortable chairs. Um, but what's lovely as well is you can have a really lovely glass of wine there. Um, I don't really drink on flights anymore. I used to. <laughs> Um, but now, you know, I, I like to sort of arrive to, to where I'm getting to, um, feeling fresh. And obviously you, you do get a little bit dehydrated when you fly. So I don't usually, occasionally maybe I do, but, um, normally I don't have a drink on flights, but before, you know, it, when I'm in the lounges, I will treat myself to a nice cold glass of wine before I fly. Um, and again, it's in a beautiful glass and just little things like that I value now because it's enhancing my experience, you know, and I'm not eat, eating out of a polystyrene sandwich uh, container kind of thing. And there's nothing wrong with that. I do that plenty of times as well, you know, um, with the children. But I've just got used to having a lovely experience when we travel and I think particularly because I did used to be a nervous flyer, I really do see the value in feeling completely calm and chilled and that you've had something lovely to eat and that you've read your book before you get on, on board the, the plane. Um, and I think sort of surrounding yourself sometimes by other people that are um also sort of aspiring either to be at that next level or already are at that next level where they, they genuinely are wealthy and, you know, they can genuinely afford to be in the in these lounges. Um, 
For me, I don't find it intimidating at all. And I'm really glad that I don't get intimidated by wealth. I get inspired by it. And I just love people watching in there as well, because it looks as though everybody, you know, are just super confident travelers who fly all the time. And, you know, your your sort of imagination runs wild when when you're sort of people watching. But you know, people look very sophisticated and, you know, just very relaxed and very happy and very elegant. And there's just a lovely, lovely atmosphere in these lounges, which completely rubs off off on the way that I feel when I'm traveling. And, you know, it gives me sort of real um, imagination to the way that I want to live. Um, But for me as well, obviously, because I love clothing, I just absolutely love seeing what everybody's wearing and, you know, looking at their suitcases and looking at what bags they've got and seeing, particularly in Italy as well, as you can imagine, you know, people are really, really well put together. Um, But I find the whole thing really, really exciting and it enhances my journey. Um, so it's not all just about the holiday. It is also about the experience of when you're, you're traveling there. Um, so we're actually going to Thailand in October uh, for the half term holiday. And again, we'll be using the lounges and that will also sort of enhance our, our sort of journey there as well. Um, but it's how it can make you feel that is the real value in what you're paying for. Um, and as I say, if you are sort of a, a slightly nervous traveller or somebody that just gets a bit stressed with travel, particularly with children and suitcases and all this, that and the other, um, just paying that little bit extra to have that treat really can be worth it, you know. And I've even been bringing in manifesting to the airport lounge um, experience as well. So when we were checking in on Boxing Day, flying back from the UK to Dubai, um, we went to check in. And because Richard's normally got a lot of air miles, they normally let him in, but also usually let us in for free as well, which is very jammy. Um but the lady had said, you know, you would have to pay for, for all of us, um, apart from Richard. So, you know, I, I use the, the sort of manifesting thing again inside my my head, thinking it will be OK. We will get in for free. And then straight away, I think probably because it was Boxing Day, um, literally, you know, 30 seconds later, she actually turned around and changed her mind and said, oh, do you know what? It's fine. You can just go in. So we went in. And particularly after such a beautiful Christmas that we'd all had with the family and the Cotswolds and and everything, um, had a very manifesty Christmas, um, you know, to to get in there for free. And they had Oscar's favourite curry in there as well. So they'd got butter chicken. Um, So again, nice cold glass of wine and and off we went. Um, But also I've actually added this to my manifesting list in the last week or so because after listening to Denise's podcast as well, I thought, do you know what? Yes, I'm going to upgrade my lifestyle to basically that will now be my new standard that I would always like to use the lounges every time we travel when it's just the four of us. It's not always easy if you're traveling with the grandparents, but um but yeah, so I wrote that on there. And then at the moment, I'm looking into changing my business bank account, you know, just looking at the fees and things like that, as you do. Um but th- this one particular account that I was looking at, when it looked at the when I looked at the perks that were included in the business bank account, it also included twelve free passes to business lounges around the world. 
and so that was another manifesting thing this week. So I've sort of ticked tick that off my list. But um, I find somewhere as well that is so beautiful. It can be very manifesty because you're putting yourself in the position of where you want to be in a few years time, you know, because I've got business goals and I've got wealth goals for myself by surrounding yourself with you know, sort of beautiful things or going to beautiful places that you really love, you know, it love experiencing. That, again, is, is almost creating your new reality. And I just find it very, very, you know, sort of inspiring. And I get all sorts of ideas as well. Um, and particularly leaving Venice, I, I was writing lists and lists of things that I was going to do when I come, come back. Um, because my mind was open and because I was relaxed. So it, it was very good from that point of view as well. So my advice to you would be think of something in your life at the moment that you can upgrade to the next level. Um, so even simple things like, you know, if you if you have a window cleaner and, you know, your windows get quite, quite grubby, um, why not have the window cleaner come every week rather than every couple of weeks? just to start upgrading the way that you live and upgrading yourself to the next next level and also what you will um, accept as your new standard. Because I think when you start upgrading things that may be great on you a little bit in your life, um, like traveling and standing in queues to get the sandwiches for the kids at the airport and it's busy and you can't find a seat, that kind of thing. Um, just think about how much it's worth in terms of your sort of, I suppose it's your well-being, isn't it? But um, in terms of your relaxation. But if there's something that bugs you within your house, you know, think about spending the money to upgrade, you know, getting your, your settee professionally cleaned. Because often when you look into these things, it's not normally as expensive as you imagine. Um, even things like years ago, I took my mum on the Orient Express and that was something that I had always imagined would be an astronomical amount. And that's that's what stops people actually looking into how much does it cost um, and setting goals for themselves. Um, but years ago, I was only in my, my early 20s. And I don't know how I got the idea, but my mum has always loved trains. Um, and I wanted her to start having really beautiful experiences and lovely memories. And so for Mother's Day, I actually booked us a, a sort of a day trip on the Orient Express, where it was going around the, the sort of English countryside. And you had a five course dinner, uh, lunch on there. Um and, and sort of just, just wonder, wonderful service. But together, it only came to £360 for the two of us, which I realise is an amount of money. However, it's not unobtainable, you know. So I'd save for, for a few months, and then I was able to buy the tickets. And I think once I'd done that one trip with her, that opened my eyes because, again, I had always thought things like that were for wealthy people, or rich people, or going to posh restaurants was only for certain people, or staying in nice hotels was only for certain people. And I don't know if I thought that, you know, by doing these things that they would require you to show your bank balance, or what I thought, you know, but there was definitely a barrier in place. Um, so just by booking that that first experience with my mom made me realize that nothing is out of reach. Anybody can do anything. You know, you may have to save for a little bit for it, 
but it'll be worth it and you'll always remember it. Um, And we actually went back and did the Orient Express again a few years later with my sisters as well. And that was phenomenal. That's probably another episode, actually, because we, we went to Edinburgh and we got on the train really early in the morning in December um, and it was incredibly cold and we were going past all these this beautiful scenery um, but then you had breakfast on there and then you had the day Christmas shopping in Edinburgh and then had dinner on the way back um, and it was quite funny because everybody on the train pretty much got rather tiddly and everyone was sort of going into each other's carriages then um, because the Orient Express, every carriage is completely different and just beautiful, beautiful, very uh, 1920s design. Um, And by the end of it, everybody knew everybody and everyone was just chatting with everyone. And again, a beautiful experience. And I'm sure it was only like... It wasn't that much more to upgrade it to be, um, you know, for the full day and going further, going all the way to Edinburgh. Um, And that's the thing again, isn't it? If you just go to the next level up, it's not such a huge shock and it's obtainable. And, uh, you know, you can sort of motivate yourself that you can get to that next level um, and, and nothing is out of reach. But yeah, once you do that, once you do start upgrading things in your life, things that maybe you're putting up with just because, you know, it's not essential, um, you know, that will also reprogram your mindset into sort of what your life can be like. And if you are sort of setting goals and things for yourself at the moment, I think how that can help your mindset into realizing what is achievable for you. Um, and I say it's all good for you, isn't it? You know, doing these beautiful experiences and we're only on this planet once. So you, you've got to enjoy yourself and you deserve it as well. I think everybody deserves to do nice things. Um, so yeah, so I hope that's given you some inspiration and given you some ideas and really spend some time just looking at different areas of your life and the way that you lead your lifestyle. Um, and looking for areas that maybe are a strain on you at the moment or that you find a bit of a struggle and look at how you can upgrade or get help, you know, to take yourself to the next level. So I hope you found this episode useful. Um, I hope you've got a few tips from it and it's maybe given you a few ideas. Um, And I say, just think about how those things can do so much for your well-being as well and your family's well-being. But yes, I hope you have a fabulous weekend. You can find me on Instagram at Gaina Above the Clouds. And my online store is abovetheclouds.boutique. And I have new collections on there now. Um, And also don't forget your 10% discount on your first order, which is welcome10 as the code um, and free shipping, of course. And if you have time, if you could possibly rate and review this podcast, I would be incredibly grateful because it can make all the difference in whether or not other people can find me. So yes, I hope you have a fabulous weekend ahead and I'll see you next time. Bye for now.